0: Hello and um, <laughs> welcome back to Mook's Audio Logs.
1: Today we have David Lipton.
0: <laughs> Hi, David. Um, Hi, Michael. Who are you?
1: Who am I? I am your brother.
0: Okay. Um, what else? Like, what makes you you?
1: What makes me me?
0: I, I thought I thought you would have this prepared. You're uh,
1: well. I didn't want to prepare because I feel like that's not. Oh, okay. Right?
0: That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So I mean, like, um, I know this is your question. Like, like your what's? Where'd you go to school? What's your what was your major? Uh, Tell me basic things.
1: This is a recruiting interview. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So let me start first. My name's David. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh. Grew up in Swickley, small town, five thousand people, or eight thousand people, ten thousand. It's eight thousand. Okay. I did a market study for one (laughs) five one four three k. Eight thousand people. I grew up with Michael and my two parents. And our dogs I uh, in high school I played a lot of sports I fought a lot doing karate I played soccer in high school played baseball in high school Loved to play tennis golf on the side you know love love sports uh,
0: where'd you go to college
1: I went to Vanderbilt University in Nashville Tennessee oh nice or should I like code it I went to a school in Nashville <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, think you can to, say that yet. I went to a school in Connecticut. New oh Haven. yeah. yeah. No,
0: there's a um <laughs> dad said to um so our dad um
1: Oh he, it's not Connecticut. Where's Yale?
0: Um New ha- I know it's uh, in New Haven. Boston.
1: No, Michael, come on. What? Yale. What? It's I- in New Haven. Is it in Connecticut? I know it's in New Haven. It's not in Boston, Michael.
0: Okay. Uh, like what what are you talking about?
1: Have you ever have you ever met people that go to Harvard or Yale yeah, or, like, say, yeah. or work at like Goldman, and, like oh yeah. like what school did you go to there? Like, oh, I went to school in Boston. Yeah. Know? And they're like, oh, we're in Boston. They're like, oh, I went to Harvard. Like, you know, they're, just, they're just waiting, they're just waiting, they're, just fishing, they're waiting for you to say
0: it. Yeah, yeah no, Um, dad uh, was talking to a guy in my frat named yeah. Noah Simmons. Okay. Um, shout, out Noah Simmons. <laughs> yeah, shout out Noah Simmons. Yeah, shout out Noah Simmons. And um, like, so, he was he, uh, Simmons was uh he, he's 21 but he was very hammered um <laughs> <laughs> talking to dad like at a tailgate yeah and um dad was like yeah I went to a uh, graduate school in <laughs> in Boston yeah <laughs> he he said to dad I hate that I hate that <laughs> and then like proceeded to like uh make fun of him for um going to uh
1: um, Harvard yeah <laughs> um it's always fun whenever dad comes to our, um, cause he, he, you know, he doesn't really have a casual mode anymore. Yeah. And so when everyone talks to me he instantly does like the one point out, yeah. like, like, you know, the finger out and he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's <laughs> uh, stuff.
0: So I have a question. I was, um, I was on my way home from, uh, I just had lunch with Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, for reference, Grant Huddleston, great guy goes to Emory. Um, a good hometown friend. I got met him at China palace. <laughs> love, <laughs> lovely place. Um, but uh, I was on my way home, and um, I was thinking about it. And I'm, um, I like, cause af- after the conversation, I was just thinking about a conversation. And it, it I figured, um, I'm on the path of life. If I, even though I don't know where it's going to go, I'm on the path of life that I want to be on. I'm the person who I want to be. And I've, wow, and my congratulations. Question, and I've, my question for you is, are you that person? Uh, are you the person who you want to be, or are you on the path that you want to be on? As well as, how do you think you got there?
1: Well, that's a question. Um, so let me let me finish with the recap. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> so I went to Vanderbilt. I studied chemical engineering and majored in philosophy mm-hmm. on accident. Um, on accident, because I didn't realize I didn't. Have, I, I just took classes because I was interested in it, and then I realized um, I was like five credits away from a major. But, um, How many classes is in a major? The the minor was six classes. Okay. But I took two when I studied abroad in London.
0: Ah, uh, okay, okay.
1: And um. So I had a lot of credits that transferred because the London credits, for some reason, counted as more. Mm-hmm. And I uh, this is making me really self conscious. Saying uh, hearing my own voice. <laughs> and so I realized uh, I was I was close to the amount of credits you need for a major mm-hmm. but i had i was already taking like 18 credits my senior spring because i would studied abroad without telling my uh counselor or i lied <laughs> to my counselor what <laughs> classes i could take while I was abroad so i could go abroad and uh, i already had a tight schedule so i managed to figure out if you write an honors thesis if you get an honors degree instead of just a regular degree mm-hmm. i would only take have to take i could get my advisor to make it uh, one and a half credits or something like that oh. so i managed to sneak it in so i didn't have to pay extra taking over 18 credits gotcha and so i have an honors degree in philosophy okay An honors a bachelor's of engineering and philosophy because <laughs> <laughs> vanderbilt doesn't give out um, two different degrees you only get one degree so i technically have a bachelor's of engineering in chemical engineering and, and philosophy oh nice with an honors on the philosophy yeah <laughs> um on campus i was in greek life mm-hmm. i Uh, studied abroad in london which was awesome i recommend that to anyone that can study abroad to study abroad Mm -hmm. are you gonna study abroad
0: i don't know i'm i'm worried that i'm gonna miss a lot of things
1: yeah but won't you miss a lot of things by not studying abroad
0: yeah but i don't know about i don't i won't have fomo for something that i don't know about
1: yeah until your friends study abroad you see their snapchat (laughs) stories and like shoot i wish i was in a club in barcelona right now yeah (laughs) i (laughs) guess
0: i mean though at the same time i think that um studying abroad would be great yeah. but like there's i haven't had a time at UVA where i felt like i want to leave i don't, I don't and that's leave. fair there, like there's a that's there's a fair. guy who i've i've talked to about studying abroad before um and he said like i can study abroad my entire life i know i won't be in college but yeah. i can go to i can go to europe for so long yeah. i can't be at UVA and,
1: and that's true but not really like so i i just started working another wrinkle in my life mm-hmm. yeah. um and i get 15 vacation days Uh, my first year i think it goes like 20 after a year or two yeah um but they they discourage you from taking more than one week at a time really yep and so i don't see another point in time where i can take six months off in Mm. a row and study abroad yeah not study abroad but be in europe yeah or australia or wherever you want to study abroad japan south Korea. and also it's 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 different traveling when you're older or studying abroad because when I was studying abroad, I had a university I could attend. So mm-hmm. I went to UCL, um, which was ridiculous because it's considered the seventh best country or seventh best university in the world. Mm-hmm. In like for many respects, but compared to American education, I, I doubt it would compare to any of the top 50 schools in the United States. Really? It, the the academic rigor was very low. I was taking master's levels classes. I was, we were taking a, um, I took a chemical engineering master's level class. Mm-hmm on energy sustainability systems. And the first class, they had like a basic um, global warming equation based on like, you know, N minus L plus, accumula- plus yeah. accumulation equals generation. And afterwards, I was talking to another grad student or a, a grad student who had studied like civil engineering or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, gee, I hope there's not as much math as there were the first day. And I was
0: like, <laughs> are you serious? Because like, like, I learned <laughs> that, fr- I, I that equation the first day of chemical yeah. engineering. Yeah,
1: no, I was like, I don't think that was... a I kinda (laughs) sound like a dick right now, but (laughs) um yeah, the the it was the caliber just wasn't like American schools. Um fair but so you have a university, so I made friends from the university, I played on the university soccer team. Mm -hmm. Um and also I had a network of probably five hundred people throughout Europe that Mm -hmm. I knew well, um and could travel to at any time. So yeah, you might be in London. But are you gonna have a group of people that say, Hey, do you wanna fly to Madrid Thursday or one group of people that say, Hey, there's a Peggy or not Peggy Goo, Honey Dijon set Thursday night in Madrid mm-hmm. find to Madrid and even another group of people that are saying we're gonna Lisbon on Friday So you fly out of Madrid on Friday morning Go yeah. to Lisbon and you have a group of 15 guys and girls, you know, yeah. to travel with you uh, You have a different set say hey Let's go to Morocco next weekend and y- y- you go with Mohammed to the desert and sleep out in the desert mm-hmm. um, You won't be able to do that when you're 26 unless you're very lucky and have a great group of friends, right? I
0: mean, that's true, but I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna go probably on a trip and like so one thing is is during the summer I have the opportunity to but anyway anyway um, I I do want to get to the the heart of this question okay yeah
1: yeah back to the question okay do you feel Um, like you're on the
0: path that you want to be on
1: I would say no okay I would say I've been pulled into a lot of gravitational orbits by large organizations both like Implicit and explicit organizations mm-hmm. so I spent a lot of time in high school um, Working on high school playing high school sports doing high school activities Yeah, and I don't think I really did anything in high school that I wish you that like looking back. I wish I had done also with college, especially with Greek life, you get pulled into a lot of um, Just every your Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday is all set up for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think I've spent enough time working on stuff that I'm interested in um than I'd, then I'd like to. I, I think the... See, it's difficult to define if you like the path you're on without knowing where you want to be. Sure. And I have been very... Um, well, here, let, let me... I would say, well, well I, I previously have thought a lot about what I want to do in the future from one years to five years, ten years. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Miss Jackson's class? Sixth grade, honors pre-algebra?
0: No, I don't. I mean, like, I remember Miss Jackson, but I don't... Yeah.
1: So we had a project where, um, you're supposed to plan out like the next 10 years of your life. And the idea was to do like, br- like budgeting and something to do with math. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I liked the project so much. I took it myself and like planned out the extra like five years after the next 10 years. Uh-huh. And I was eerily similar to what happened. I ended up doing. I, I thought I was going to go to Duke in sixth grade, Yeah. which is the closest school to Vanderbilt you can get. Sure. Um, I did have myself driving a yellow used Camaro, <laughs> so that's slightly different. Um, but I had myself working in private equity afterwards, living in New York, mm-hmm. had an apartment picked out, gave myself Blackstone. That would be too easy. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only private equity Oh, easy, easy Blackstone, yeah. yeah. That was the only private equity firm I wanted. Um, but I've been very... I'm not psychotic. There's, there's a word, there's a psychological term, but I've been very like neurotic is the word, very neurotic about planning out my future. And I've realized recently that's a, not a very good way of living. Cause when you're not really living, you're just following a plan. Right. right? And so I wouldn't say I'm on a path right now, any individual path that I'm very excited about. However, I do feel optimistic about like where I am going.
0: Gotcha. So I've, I've a, I've a older brother, um, uh, uh, advice question. Sure. Um, do you find that planning out events kind of ruins some fun? Um, like if you know exactly what you're going to do exactly the next time and you always have the next event to go to and you like, do you ever find that you can't live within an experience if you're like thinking about that next thing?
1: It's the level of granularity, right? So if you plan out a guy's weekend Mm -hmm. and you book the hotel and you go and visit, um, it's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. So I was a social chair for my fraternity for like a year and a half. I had to step in early cause our social chair when I was a freshman sucked mm-hmm. and I ended up doing it for way too long. And that would be, it, it wasn't a great experience cause you plan it out. You're thinking about how it's going. All that you set up these expectations. Um, it's kind of like, have you ever thought about what's going to happen in the movies and the new Star Wars comes out and you, you yeah. have some theories about what's going to happen even if it's a good movie if it doesn't happen how you thought it was going to happen you have a, like a taste in your mouth that's like oh I didn't like that yeah and so like one of the best experiences of my life was when I moved to Tel Aviv and lived there for like two and a half months working there mm-hmm. and that was something where I really had no idea what I was doing I just flew there I, told, yeah. I was told I was working at this job and I didn't have any plans I didn't have like a bucket list or things to do mm-hmm. and that was great because every single day I, I, I woke up and just did what sounded cool. I, I'd get out of work early and go to, like, the urban, like, young town with everyone, everyone or every priest has a bunch of tattoos mm-hmm. and walk around and take pictures of graffiti and then get there on the beach, you know. Uh, there's a... I don't know if you're you familiar with Talib.
0: Um, Like, a little bit.
1: He's a great thinker, major asshole. Um, he is... Was, primarily an options trader, but I, I describe him as someone that's an erudite. Okay. Um, what does that mean? An erudite is someone who is very interested and good at, um, thinking and understanding. It could be related. Oh, wow. Voice crack. It could be related to history, math, physics, economics, um, literature, but someone that's really interested in, in knowledge and knowing and learning. And so he has a really good quote that, um, I'm trying to think of the exact one. Um, he's a quote that, um, if you know how your day is going to go with any precision, right. With any precision, you're a little bit dead. The more, you know, the more dead you are. Interesting. And so I've, I've liked, i really liked the idea of not being a tourist in individual places, mm-hmm. but, but traveling. And so my, ne- the next time I travel for a significant amount of time, a week, two weeks, a month, yeah, I want to book a hotel for the first five days. Um, have an idea of when I want to leave, but not have an exact end date. Okay, and just do that. Really? Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that's the best way of traveling. And 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 I and abroad, you are able to do that. I mean, I would book places on a Wednesday night and go Thursday. Yeah. And I really, so back to the original question of, I mean, because these are small instances, but planning things out, you have to plan things out because to get good at something, it's about repetition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about doing it. And so if you have an understanding of what you want to do in five years, you have to start now and so you can get the reps in. But if you have the ability, if you know you don't have to plan it out, try as hard as you can not to.
0: Gotcha. And I um, have a question for you. Yeah. Um, where um, So you're a your philosophy major or uh, double major. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm a chemical honors. engineering major. <laughs> oh, oh, honors. And I
1: also got, this is how I present. I'm a chemical engineering major and I also got a philosophy major
0: okay well anyway anyway well um being a philosophy major as well as having a good understanding of um like kind of yourself as well, a decent understanding of, or oh, good, would you say good oh, i'll say good just for just for questions. Moderate. Like yeah, yeah moderate understanding of yourself um and of the world where do you think kind of your love of experiencing the world comes from do you think it comes from because I, I was thinking about this lately do you think it comes from Teachings in like a Montessori school or do you think it comes from the person who you are? Or do you think it comes from like parents? Is it the is that, love
1: of experiencing the world?
0: Yes. Is that is that a learn thing or is that a um, Is that a uh, nurture or a nature thing?
1: I can't tell I, I can't really see if that's nature or nurture. Mm-hmm. I would say
0: Well, are there are there sources in your life where you have found um where, like, I can think back to the X situation and be like, wow, I was so. This is some time when I was really passionate about something. Yep. And that was the situation that caused you to be passionate. Something had to put you in that situation to be passionate. What would situa- those situations that you were pa- really passionate about, what situations were those?
1: I mean, I would say that has to be a nature thing, right? Yeah. Um, like, I, I would say living is experiencing. Sure. And living is, like, like I think one of the main, like, you know, Maslow's hierarchy needs. Mm-hmm. Um, his tip of the hierarchy was, like, tripping on acid, like that. Or, right, the or,
0: self-actualization.
1: Or, well, yeah, but self-actualization, how they teach it, is kind of bullshit. So, like, people think self-actualization, as Maslow described it, is, like, reaching your goals or yeah. like getting a family or like becoming oneself. Mm-hmm. And that's not what Maslow meant by self-actualization. What, what did he mean then? So Maslow was a, um, he followed the, uh, tabala, which is the Jewish mystic tradition, right?
0: Sufism, but for, um,
1: Sufism was built off the Kabbalah. Okay. And he essentially held that, um, you can only, you can, you experience Actualization in small periods, 30 minutes an hour. Mm-hmm. He was able to do it while praying because he was, he was, he, he would, through while praying, he would experience, um, he would have experiences that are similar to when someone's on shrooms or acid. He didn't need shrooms or acid, mm-hmm. but he had these 30 minutes an hour, I don't know how many, how long the period would be, of these prayer sessions where he'd feel whole and he'd feel one with the universe and he'd, mm-hmm. he'd feel in this mystical state. And those are small periods of self actualization. And he actually does talk about shrooms psychedelics and psychedelics and how that can be a way to achieve that. Mm-hmm. And I think another way of describing that is, is do you know, like, you know, like a sense of flow? Sure. It's a cycle. It's like a, I think it's a term for positive psychology, which is when you're doing something, you're not thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. if you're a hedge fund trader and you're yeah, yeah, yeah. For 30 minutes, you're in a state of flow or you're a painter and you're painting or, right. or you're at a party and or you're, not you're talking. Doing, to you're
0: someone. doing, you're doing math homework while listening to music and it, you the, just, the you're problems thinking, right themselves. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I think experiencing things is, is one way to get in that state of flow. And this kind of yeah. relates back to that, set of plan is if you plan things out where you can't be in a state of flow because you're thinking about the plans and you're thinking about how the plans are being executed you can't be in that mm-hmm. but of course you have to set up plans to get you somewhere or do something
0: but it, i would argue that a state of flow is bad um why because sometimes whenever i am in a state of flow like during the week if i'm gonna like a, like it may not be all state of flow but multiple states of flows like going to class sitting in class taking notes doing whatever for this period of time it just flashes by and then I don't really absorb what has happened within that past week.
1: What do you mean by absorb?
0: I, I don't really take it in. I don't really. Yeah, but you lived it. I, I lived it, but I didn't have an ex, I didn't experience it. You say did. It just happened. I, I, you, you I, my body have, was carried through that, that week. You might not
1: have seri- Okay. There's a difference between us being, being a state of flow and driving for 30 minutes when you look back and don't remember what you did for 30 minutes. Right. right. There's a difference to being a state of flow is a very active, like you're engaged, you're excited, like you're, you're,
0: you're actively understanding and as well, like it's, 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 um, continuously doing actions while being conscious of what's happening. Yeah.
1: And I would say my one thing, like one of the most important things for me, one thing that I am constantly searching for is a state of flow. Okay. I think most people are, I mean, I I'd say most, most drug use is, is a attempt to get into a state of flow. Okay. Um, I think sex is a great one. I mean Mm -hmm. like, you often don't look back and remember sex and you don't really care yeah. but like actively engaging in it is sure. a way that you are certainly in a state of flow mm-hmm. um, being in a fight is a state of fl- you can be you easily get in a state of state of flow and fight mm-hmm. when you're doing something you love when you do something that's very difficult but you're good at
0: and is, is, is a state of flow like I, I still can't wrap my head around this is this something that you want and yes, like, like certainly like I, I don't I feel like sometimes I want to just stop and pause and completely remove myself from a situation, not like just completely stop time. Like I don't want it to be constantly flowing. Like, like in a situation where, so, so,
1: okay. Maybe flows the wrong term. I mean, it is, it is the, yeah, it's term, the term, but like, uh, it's but, not conceptualized. But, but don't think about it as in like flow. Don't think about it, you're flowing through things. It's a sense. It's, it's, it, it's a, it's a place. A state of flow is a place where your inner monologue goes away. Your self, your perspective goes away. You don't. You don't mm. have. Are you familiar with, with uh, the gaze? Yeah. Yeah. The gaze goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. You. You're. You're just living in the moment.
0: Sure. Okay.
1: And that's that's. All something, right. No. No. I, I get yeah. it. I
0: get it. This the self monologue thing helped. Yeah. I think that. Um. Huh. That's very interesting.
1: I mean, have you ever done a thirty minute problem set and you're grinding and you have music and it's a great. Yeah,
0: time? and and it just and it just it yeah. just flows. Or you're yeah, talking
1: yeah. to someone and you have a great conversation and in your head you're not like, well, I think what this person saying is kind of stupid. And I think I'll say this next. And, but in a great conversation that you don't have the inner monologue, you're engaged in the moment. You're, you're, you're the, the moment has absorbed you.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, so I would say that moments, especially, huh, that's very interesting because whenever, whenever I'm doing a podcast, I like half of my brain is trying to understand what the person's saying. And the other half is trying to form the next question. Right. Yeah. So, Then whenever I'm doing a podcast, I guess I'm not in a state of flow, but I do feel like I am.
1: So right now I am because I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking, I'm not, there's no like meta. Right. I'm not, I'm not thinking about what I'm saying. I'm not thinking about what you're about to say. Like there's no meta or like, so here's a question for you. Can Mm -hmm. I, can I do that? Sure.
0: Of course.
1: Do you want to be a, would you like to be a great painter or a great sculptor or a great athlete? Of course. All right. Let's, let's go with painter. Do you want to be a painter? So that you what you, you will have painted great things, or do you want to be a painter because you can be painting great things? Like for me, that experience that I think of, of what an artist must feel like while they're in the middle of painting something mm-hmm. must be like religious. Not religious, mm-hmm. but like euphoric. Yeah. Right. Well right. like you're not you, you're an athlete. How yeah. awesome is it when you have a tennis rally that takes like two minutes? Yeah. Or I don't know how long it is, a minute and you're just in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome. That's a state of flow. Okay. Huh. And I think almost all of my life is set up around being in a state of flow. Like I, yeah, I would love to run a company. I don't want to run a company so I can run a company. I want to run a company so I can, you know. Ball be out in, while being in a state of in, flow. No, no, be yeah. in those moments and, and set yourself up to be in those moments and have a state of flow. I, I mm-hmm. think much of life is setting yourself up so you can be in those moments of a state of flow. You want a great girlfriend, not so you can tell people you have a great girlfriend, but so you can have those moments.
0: Yeah. So I, I have a question. Whenever you're, whenever you are in a great moment, whenever you're in a state of flow, and you and it's something that you want to remember. It's a really special occasion. It's something that's really beautiful. How do you internalize it? I had an I had the I, I called up Avi the other um a couple months yep. back. Um, Avi is our mutual um, half brother. Yep. Who's a I would say a little bit of a mystic. Um, but he is a mystic he's yeah, a sufi he is, okay. he's a sufi muslim yeah. he is a mystic but um he's a lot of very insightful um stuff cause I was I was sitting on a balcony um and it was like a beautiful sunset it was the perfect temperature mm-hmm. and I remember like how do I internalize this moment it's so beautiful I want to forever relive this moment
1: yeah so there's uh
0: how do you how do you do that with hearts with situations that you find
1: I don't think you want to really I mean why not so David Foster Wallace has a really good short essay called how Tracy Austin broke my heart. Mm -hmm. And it's about how sports, how athletes are often so bad at recounting their experiences. Mm -hmm. It's cringy, right? So yes, any athlete, any, any sport, Oh, you just hit five home runs in a world series game, a a feat that maybe five people on the earth could do right now. Like Mm -hmm. how much you how much do you feel like describe the situation? Like, well, you know, the team had a good win today. We're just taking it one game at a time, looking at the next game, um, you know. Okay. Th- and that's yeah. it, right? And and people think it's, you know, th- they're well-coached and th- they know how to handle the media. Mm-hmm. But David Foster Wallace's position is that, because he reads this biography by Tracy Austin, she's this 16-year-old um, who had, she won the U.S. Open at 16. Oh, wow. Had this great career got in a car crash at 21 where she had career ending injuries. Oh She's this amazing story. And her autobiography is just filled with Marina Navatilova is nice. Like five other people are nice. They're very nice to me. Yeah. And then, or like direct quotes, like, and in that moment I had done it. I knew what I had just did. I had won the U S open. Yeah. And he's like, really, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's what, that's what you're feeling. And his basic thesis is that, To be an elite athlete, you cannot be able to be conscientious in understanding what's happening. Because if you're a baseball player, you're up at the plate. Yeah. And you're thinking about what's happening. There are 80,000 people in this stadium right now watching me. Mm -hmm. There's another 10 million on the TV. Right. If I mess up, I lose $30 million contract value. But if I do great, I win. I get $30 million contract value. Right. To put that pressure on yourself to be aware of the situation, Mm -hmm. to be sitting there and thinking like a writer and being like, sweat drips down my forehead yeah the pitcher looks at me with (laughs) yeah yeah um you just can't succeed and i would say so to to aim to save these moments it's like grabbing to a jar with a full fistful instead of just taking one and to experience those moments i don't think you can have a plan of how to account for them and the next day yeah take out a journal and write about it right but the goal of those moments isn't to remember them it's to have them right
0: i i guess that's
1: true yeah Hmm. It's a very roundabout answer, but
0: yeah, no I, I, I understand what you're saying though. So w- whenever you are living your life, w- so why why aren't you if you are living your life as if you are searching for uh, moments of flow, then why aren't you on a path of that you are happy with?
1: I alternate like day to day going back and forth on like what my goal of life is. half sure. of it is like goal of life should be to be content and to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And to be responsible and for people to trust you and and for you to have responsibility mm-hmm. and in that way, I'd say I'm on the right path right right sure. i I like myself i i like believe in virtue ethics and i um I think I follow those as closely as as I can and successfully and in that sense i'm I'm very happy with where I am yeah in the other sense though I'll be like shit i Camus wrote myth Sisyphus, like this year in his life, like yeah <laughs> when's my banger coming out? <laughs> yeah. When's, when, when's my yeah. boulder? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I oscillate between wanting to be very special, you mm-hmm. know, uh, being a, uh, business magnet, being a writer, being an artist. Yeah. And then I also alternate between being like, I should get a, a nice house in downtown specifically and raise a family and I'll yeah. be happy. So I, I'd say alternate every day. So it's very difficult to, to say whether I'm on the right path or not. Cause I don't know what their path is. Mm-hmm. Um, does that answer the question?
0: Uh, ish, I would say. Sure. Um, wh- what's What's very interesting to me is that um, uh, I feel like you might be able to do both, um, being special while also being content. Um, well, I mean, because that, that that is what that other half is is being special. Do you Do you strive to be unique as a person?
1: Not unique, but um, special. Yeah. Sure. But like, I, I disagree with that assumption. It's Why? It's very difficult to be very successful in something. And to live a well balanced, virtuous life. I mean, I, I if you can name someone that's done that, I'd be very surprised. I mean, like, just off the top of my head, Hemingway killed himself. Van Gogh, did he kill himself or just die of sickness? But he didn't. Surprising. He, wasn't, he wasn't a very happy guy. Um, Elon Musk looks, he seems like he's miserable and depressed. <laughs> um, and Steve Jobs is an awful you, 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 person. These are
0: special people, you're saying?
1: Yeah, I'd say these are special people. I mean, Pablo Casals might be the only guy I know that, I guess he's kind of an asshole as well but <laughs> yeah, he didn't kill himself. I mean, the the issue with, is for me, is is following, so I basically believe in Nicomachean Ethics, which is Aristotle's idea of, of the point of life. Right. And it's based around um, acting as the mean in each, in each action. Okay. So you don't want to be timid, you don't want to be brash, but you want to be courageous. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be greedy, you don't want to be selfless but you want to um, be I don't know what that word would be <laughs> uh, content or, or
0: uh, action like action forward no, you want to no, be like you want to be the action
1: no no no. but, but the whole point is you want to act within the mean so um you don't want to be hmm. What would be another one I'm kind of blanking right now uh let's talk about <laughs> so you're, so you want you don't you don't want to be stoic, mm. in, in, in the true sense of the word. You don't want to be you know all the all the time like like emotional and oversensitized. Mm. But you want to have passion and you want to care yeah. about things. So you want to act within within the middle. Right. To be special, you can't do that unless you have just ridiculous god given talents and you're Roger Federer, right? Yeah. But to that sense, I mean, like think about the sacrifice. I mean, people talk about sacrifices to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's not a figure of speech. They do sacrifice most of their life. Yeah. I mean, there are very few people that are able to be special, but mm-hmm. at the same time are able to live a well-balanced, happy life. I guess. If I want to be a good writer, I should, you know, tell my friends like, Hey, it was a good time, but like, I'm just going to sit in my room and write every day. Yeah. You know?
0: Right. You don't want to do that. No. So why, uh, why can't you have a balance? I, I, I totally think you can. No,
1: you can't have a balance, but you can't have a balance and be special.
0: You can just be semi-special.
1: Okay. Well, here's the issue. I'm using the word special as a substitute for great. So yeah. I'll substitute special with great. Okay, sure. It's hard to be great and be balanced.
0: Okay. I mean, so this this goes back to if, if you're, so your right path. It's
1: difficult. It's not impossible. It's difficult.
0: Right. But your right path, is that going to be something that is um, like on one line? Can't. I feel like you can you can achieve specialness within minor moments, and that and those minor moments make you content as well as feeling special, right? So the, the like like you said the um, let let's, the, let's the, change the, special the, for great the special the 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 greatness of being great is that you can live within these moments of flow as a great like you're doing things and what you're doing is great, and so you can be great within minor smaller moments, right? You can make for for five seconds, whenever you're making a joke that makes everyone in like a friend group laugh, you yeah. are great. You are David the Great, right? And so is is
1: great is is great defined as individual moments or is it like a state of being? Right, and I, I I tend towards a state of being.
0: Okay, so if if you are so if someone was able to adopt, at, at least in in my mind, I think that if someone was able to adopt the idea that you can be great by having smaller great moments then you can be great and be content
1: yeah it's true if you change everything if if you change like <laughs> being happy as just like breathing then yeah I can be happy all the time. Like, yeah. okay yeah 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 <laughs> I, I think my argument's fair i think yeah, your argument's, argument's fair, fair but like it's not true
0: <laughs> really you don't think so that you can have small great moments you can certainly great. have
1: small great moments but i i, I can have a small great feel- moment and not feel great
0: yeah Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think that whenever you are having a, um, whenever you were joking around in a friend group and you're making everyone laugh, yeah, you, we can we can agree that that's you're a great it's great in that feeling, moment, right?
1: No, I wouldn't say you're great, but you're having you're having a great moment.
0: Yeah, you're you're. Well, uh, I would argue as a great person, like their moment is just a lot longer, right? A quote unquote great person. No, no. What's the difference then?
1: I would say being great. a state of being, right? Okay, it's um. It's based on your capacity to do things. Mm-hmm. It's based on your accomplishments, mm-hmm. um, your skills. Yeah. Your, I'd say it, it, it's it's a uh, it's it's not a a temporal thing. Okay, that's fair.
0: So whenever whenever you're going on through your life, how are you gonna how 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 do you flip flop and how do you make that? Well, I don't want to
1: flip flop. I'm just uh, I'm just trying to figure out one or the <laughs> other. And uh, I haven't gotten it down yet.
0: Do you think you ever will? No. Mm-hmm. So so you are on the right path then?
1: Yeah, I would say I'm, I'm going. I see the issue. I don't, I'm not on you're, the right you're path. You're on the right I'm path the right because direction. you're trying to figure it out. I'm in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. I agree. You're on the right the, path. The next
1: question is, or the the meta question would be, is that the right question to be wondering about? Mm. Which, which also is something I think about sometimes. It's like, is this just a form of like neuroticism or is yeah. it an philosophical question that, that needs That's to important. be pursued? And I would say, I don't really pursue this out of, um,
0: cause you want to know there's a drive within well, you. I, that I, wants I, to
1: know. I'd be saying it's not like an active choice. It's just like an underlying, like
0: thought process. Yeah.
1: Drive within me to understand that, that what should I be wanting in life?
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it's, I think it's good for everyone, especially every guest, Every every, every so not every guest, <laughs> uh, but every every listener. I meant to say to uh, constantly think about who they want to be and um, how you can make those dreams
1: a yeah, reality. Yeah. Whether
0: whether studying different different topics like states of flow or under understanding how um, chemical engineering works.
1: Yeah, I just I, I think that can be very dangerous. Though I mean, the goal is well, to not have to think about it.
0: Yes, the goal the goal the goal is to not think about it.
1: The goal is to not think about it.
0: So to so to achieve state of flow is um, something you would recommend for other people to try and achieve
1: certainly and there's sustainable ways and unsustainable ways to do it like I would not mm-hmm. I would not if you, if you really want want to get into a state of flow I wouldn't recommend you know dropping acid tomorrow
0: yeah no I got that I got that well anyway um, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, being on this episode for sure I really appreciate it um, and I hope everyone has a great day.